Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we delve into the most pressing topics making headlines around the globe. Today we're going to be talking about the situation that's happening in France as it relates to the culture and the riots that are taking place. You know, we've seen a lot of riots happening over the last six months within France, but the one happening within the last three days is a little bit different. So we're going to be getting into this story, providing some context and understanding to this multi-layered complex issue. So let's get into it. has spread across France over the police killing of a 17-year-old named Naer. Here's what we know. On June 27th, around 8 a.m., police shot and killed Naer, a French citizen of Algerian and Moroccan descent, during a traffic stop in Nanterre, a western suburb. So whenever we look at the context of this traffic stop that took place, it first of all, it happened around 8 a.m., and Naer does not have any priors. He has no record with the police. They would have not known who he was. So he gets pulled over. He's about 17 years old, and it's a nice Mercedes. It looks like it's yellow-black SUV, a really nice vehicle. So during the traffic stop, what you actually see is two police leaning into the driver's side window. The guns are drawn. And the way the video looks is he leans in, and he's talking to her. We don't know quite know what's happening, but as we watch the video, we hear a shot. And then we see the car drive a little bit further and then wreck. And the story really is, its it, when you watch it, you don't quite understand what's, I mean, you understand what's happening, but you would not think that the police were at any threat. And what they're saying is because he did not turn off the engine, you can kind of see his, his foot move on the brake a little bit, and that's what happens. Now, normally, the way that this story is being presented is, is it just a routine traffic stop where the police thought that he was actually going to be killed? So he had to use deadly force, but the video that you just heard is actually the online video that's going viral, and, and it does not look that way. And this is what escalates the situation. You know, we almost have like an Arab Spring effect, where because of this video going on on TikTok and Twitter, like you really start to see an explosion of people taking to the streets, teenagers rioting because of this situation. And I think the story speaks for itself. I mean, I think whenever we look at the nature of it, it's really hard to watch. And you think about a 17-year-old being shot like that. And, and, we, and we really have to take a couple steps back, really, to understand the historical context as it relates to France and, and, and racism as well as going dating back to colonialism. But whenever we look at this shot, we look at um, the nationality of, the shooting of Nael, Nael. Nael is of Algerian descent. Now, if you're not familiar with the relationship between France and Algeria, it's one that is very bloody, you know, taking place to even having a hundred-year war where you had French occupation of Algiers and you had 
Algerian fighting, you know, in an insurgent effort for decades and decades, and it was bloody, and it was a very dark time for French and Algerian history. Now, fast forward now to 2023, and there's still undertones of racism being spilling out in different situations like this. Now, this is really being identified as a racist killing, if you will, and the policeman who actually facilitated the shot or executed the shot is being tried for manslaughter, and he apologized to the family. So that's showing some level of ill intent. But when you look at the video, there's no reason to really have your firearm drawn. You don't know if there's any threat to this point, mind you. It started at the end, so we don't see the beginning of it. But it's a situation that escalated very quickly. And as a result of this escalation, it's showing the riots in France and these thousands and thousands of riots taking place. They're taking place as a representation of people being tired of this type of situation happening within France. You know, and, 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 and there's a lot of younger individuals really taking place within these types of riots. You know, we're looking at over 400 arrests. We're looking at injured police. We're looking at France as a war zone, you know, exploding as a result of this shot. And the mother of Nell is at the focal point of it. You can see her riot. You can see her taking place in demonstrations. You can see her taking place with chants in the street. Hearing, saying, justice for now. You know, and that's really at the heart of this. You know, you have a mother who is grieving a son that was shot. And I don't care what you say, like, when you watch the video of that shooting, that was not the right type of approach for that situation. And and it should be reiterated that Nael did not have any priors. You know, I go back to looking at it. And whenever you look at this situation, you obviously want to know the further context. And I think for me personally, I always know there's a story within a story. And I go back to that because of learning, reading, you know, being in a master's program, writing, understand that narratives be are told sometimes in, in the reality of it isn't true and really learning that too within podcasting. But whenever you look at this story and the approach of the police officer, I find it really hard to believe that there wasn't malintent behind this. So the nature of it, but when we look at France right now in Paris is there is, they're on edge. You know, I think with, with the, the situation that happened about, I guess 10 years ago, it would be with, or nine years ago with the Paris shooting and with, um, the, the Olympics being in France and Paris next year, there, I, you do see a heightened edge of police force engagement because of, of what could happen. And I'm just saying that as we see a transition point, I think, happening with the police force over the next six months with Paris, where they're going to start training more, getting ready for situations and being more alert. Now, I'm not saying that as a justification for it, but it does, but does add a situation where you're seeing, oh, this is another aspect of the story and i think too whenever we look at the information you know we look at this this being said from the actual french police is saying that the lethal shooting that this is according to reuters and it says the lethal sh- the, the lethal shooting on tuesday that was the third of its kind this year down from a record of 13 people who were killed after non-complying within a traffic stop in 2022 according to a police spokesman so this is really the situation is non-compliance within a traffic stop and using lethal force. And it's the majority of these individuals who are being, um, have being non-compliant of or black or 
Arab origin. And that's where the context of, of the embedment of the racism being created and the fact that lethal force is being used for non-compliance. Now, watching the video again, I don't know what cl- I don't know what classifies as non-compliance within French police. I don't know how they how they're trained to to pull somebody over. But you know, non-compliance in the United States, most of the time, there's there's a high level of escalation before you get drunk. Police draw um, guns on the individual. You know, they don't approach it normally unless there was a violent driving or they try to kill somebody or things of that nature. Now, to get to that point of escalation, it makes me wonder what the conversation was happening for it to happen with Nell and the cop being 17 years old. But I think the simple fact that if you put a gun in anybody's face that close to them, it's going to be really hard to react. You know, it's like it's if they're drawing it as a result of power, but it's like if you're sitting in your car, and this is what I think about a lot, you're sitting in your car, you're driving, you're in a safe place, and Maybe you, you turn left wrong or you do something you're not supposed to do. Why, is, why, why would it escalate to a firearm being drawn on a teenager using deadly force? And I think that's the problem. It's like whenever you see this video, it, does, it looks like now it's completely you know, defenseless. You know, to, to go to a point to where you need to shoot him is really what's sparking this type of reaction. And it's really on the police officer because... It, you know, what do you do when a gun is in your face and the police officer is telling you to stop or they're going to potentially put a bullet in your head? That is something that feels like a threat. And a lot of people may not react in the best situation being threatened like this. And the statement of the police was they were feeling threatened. The police saying the police officers were feeling threatened and had to shoot. But this video posting on social media had a completely different tale of the story. This is what created a lot of anger. So it goes back to this point that the police were feeling um, threatened, but the video indicated a different story. Because from this video, it doesn't seem very threatening. And I think this is a situation where the social media accountability is really what's holding the line here. The fact that somebody took their phone out and recorded it is why we're talking about it because of the simple fact that there would be no other proof of what's happening in this situation. And this is really a conversation, in my opinion, that goes globally, that understands how to identify a threat as it relates to training, when to use deadly force, and potentially understanding if police officers are reacting in a point of bias. Now, I I really can't stress enough, too, whenever we look at police officers and the simple fact that they're putting their life on the line every single day and they don't know what they're going to come home to or they don't know what their job's going to be about or what they're dealing with. And then you look at another contributing factor, which indicates having a gun, which is a point of escalation, where if I'm talking to you and I have a gun, it is a point that allows me to have some type of control over the situation. I don't know when French, I don't know when French police force pull the gun or use it as a means. And sometimes you do get hot-headed cops. I mean, that is, and you do get cops who are racist. You do get cops that potentially want to inflict harm. Um, but this video really sets the precedence of understanding, you know, potentially you're being watched and you never know who's recording you. So in that situation, you know, it's really indicating that the use of the phone 
recording the deadly force is what's really building this riot and building a scenario currently within France. Police clashed with citizens following a vigil for the teenager. Cars were burned, streets barricaded, and objects hurled at riot police in an outpouring of rage that could not be ignored. The violence started three days ago in the northwest of the capital, where a police officer shot the teenage boy dead during a traffic stop. Following the outcry over his death, rioting and disorder spread across Paris, including protesters lighting fires at the city hall of Clichy-sous-Bois and setting a bus depot ablaze in Ubervilliers. The clashes spread across the length and breadth of the country, from Lille in the north to Toulouse in the south. According to the Interior Ministry, 79 police posts were attacked as well as 119 public buildings. Overnight, well over 800 arrests were made and at least 200 police officers injured. Now, the police did indicate within their records that he didn't stop when he asked to stop. And that's what could have potentially led to the deadly force. But it really makes you wonder. In France, and it goes back to the flashpoints of race, you know, kind of looking at the climate right now with the summer, students being home. A lot of different things are contributing to it. And, you know, Macron has gone under a lot of criticism in the last few months because it's the second time he's had to have an emergency meeting with how the country is going to react. Are they going to have to go into a state of emergency? You know, are there going to be more riots like this tonight? They're cutting off the buses, the public transportation. So the situation could escalate more, but it comes on to Macron. What is he doing? You know, it's like you look at the situation on Wednesday night. He was at an Elton John concert while these riots were taking place. So he's seeming like he's a little bit um, disconnected from it. So I think this situation could potentially escalate more. I think it's going to speak a lot to Macron's legacy and how he handled emergencies like this. Um, you know, and you really just, your, your thoughts and prayers go out to the family. You know, it's, it's really tragic to lose somebody like this, especially so young. You know, and, if, and you look at these different indicators. And so time will tell about this situation. I think, you know, sometimes it's interesting looking at the spectrum of what could potentially happen with the police as it relates to different countries and providing insight. The whole reason why I wanted to tackle this potential story is to provide context. I think sometimes whenever you are looking at stories through a Western mindset, like I am, if you don't have the understanding or just the rough knowledge of how France is and its history and people living there, you know, having gone to France, I stayed there for a few weeks, almost a month, and I got a feel for the people. You know, I walked in the streets, talked to them, and, and, and it helps to understand the mindset and mentality. Um, of situations like this but thank you guys so much for listening you know I just want to thoughts and prayers go out to the family you know and and um, we'll get back to you tomorrow and this is a master of none production I do all the work myself so please like and follow and we'll get back to you tomorrow <laughs>